Hi everyone, welcome to episode 2 in Peace, Happiness, and Healing. I just wanted to mainly focus on the fact that feeling alone is very common when you're dealing with mental health issues. You feel like people are going to judge you. You feel alone. You feel like no one cares. But at the end of the day, you are important. I'm important. We're important. Suicide never eases the pain. It just passes it on to someone else. I tell myself this over and over because at the age of 17, I contemplated suicide over eight times. I was sent off. I didn't stay um, at the mental health place very long before they released me. I don't feel like it helped me. I'm not going to lie. It might work for some people, but others, it may not. There may be other solutions that you can try, and I'm open to anything. Um, I want to mainly focus on suicidal rates because suicide can be avoided, but in that moment, you want everything to end, and you just feel like you don't have anything left. Starting with that, over 60% of people who commit suicide have had a mood disorder, Examples, major depression, bipolar disorder, substance abuse, physical, even mental abuse. 25.5% of adults ages 18 to 25 reported having seriously considered suicide in the past month. More than 700,000 people die by suicide every year. For every suicide, there are many more people who attempt suicide. Over 30,000 people in the U.S. die by suicide every year. Suicide is the 11th cause of death in the United States. Every 16 minutes, someone in the U.S. dies by suicide. And this has to be mainly focused on because suicide is most common in young adults, especially people who are going through things and people who just don't have anywhere to turn to, they feel like. At the end of the day, you do have people who care about you, whether you've convinced yourself that you don't. I feel like when we think about our mental health and everything that we've been through, we convince ourselves that that's it, there's nothing left. You might wake up one day feeling great, jolly, then an hour, 30 minutes later, you just feel like you're done with the world. I say this because I can relate. I had been doing very good, actually. Um, I had been happy doing what I was supposed to do, and then I relapsed. I'm not sure really what triggered it, but my suicidal thoughts came back. I, myself, have a seven-year-old son, and I don't want anyone else raising my son telling him that his mother committed suicide. Because I feel like at the end of the day, we didn't ask for this. You don't just wake up and say, oh, yeah, I think I want a mental illness so people will look at me crazy. No, we didn't ask for it. Like I said, we deal with things differently than other people in the world. I have an older brother who has been through just as much as me, but my brother tends to not let his emotions show the way that I do. And we're two completely different people. So you would kind of look at us and just be like, how is he so humble? And I'm just kind of all over the place. I've expressed my mental health to numerous people, including my friends and family. Um, I talk to them. I talk to my mom, my sisters. 
even my brothers sometimes and of course my close friends and I tell them what I'm really feeling and I need people to understand that it doesn't be one thing that's just triggering my suicidal thoughts like it's a group it is a group of things that trigger me and my mind gets to racing and I'm thinking about a thousand things that done happened or situations that I don't put myself in. Regardless if you put yourself in a situation or not, if something happened to you that caused you to be traumatized by it, that is not your fault. You're not at fault for any of that. And I'm still trying to convince myself that. But I do feel like over time, it takes time. I do feel like you can move past it. It's going to take a lot longer for others. But with me, I'm not saying my progress is just shooting through the roof. I'm just going to take it day by day. And I'm just going to focus on me and my mental health getting better. If talking to someone, whether it's a family friend, mom, dad, a cousin, or even, you know, a um therapist, you can do that if that's what's going to make you feel better. Keeping our emotions bottled up just leaves us in a space where we just disappear from the world. And we feel like no one will understand that. But people do understand more than you think. And that's what this podcast is about. I want everyone who listens to know that you are not alone. You're not the only one with mental health disorder. You're not the only one who's battling depression, bipolar disorder. I myself suffer from bipolar disorder and also depression and those take very negative effects on me when I think about it. Or I could get mad and I could get triggered and boom. Or I just feel like I'm not good enough for people. Like nothing I do is good enough for my family. Even though I know that I go out of my way to help anyone that I associate myself with. And anyone that knows me knows that I don't mind helping at all. Even if it causes me to start deteriorating health-wise. But at the end of the day, if I know I play my part, the only thing I can do is focus on myself and tell myself that things will get better for me. Things will get better for you. Family members who are also suffering but don't want to speak out, hopefully this podcast encourages them to open up. I'm going to close up this podcast with a final thought. And my final thought is never let anyone or anything control your life. Never feel like you're not doing something right. Never feel like you have to be picture perfect for anyone. Because my motto, I'm worthy, you're worthy, we're worthy. Everybody's worthy and everybody matters. Until next time, I can't wait to talk to you guys on episode three. Stay blessed and keep your head up.